thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to a place of wellness and healing for both your body and mind. Get ready to live a happy, healthy, whole food life that totally rocks. You're listening to Shiny Healthy You, the straight-talking natural health show for busy women, with your host and naturopath, Jules Galloway. and welcome to episode 19 of Shiny Healthy You. Today I'm going to take a little break out from the usual interviews to have a chat with you about a topic that's close to my heart and that's adrenal fatigue. In over 10 years practice as a qualified naturopath, it's one of the most common health issues I see, especially in women aged around 35 to 45 and it can have far-reaching consequences if left unchecked. I do have a special interest in adrenal fatigue since I have suffered from it myself. It is a long road back for some people and that's why I love helping women and guiding them back to health because I know what it's like. I've been there. In this episode, you're going to discover what is adrenal fatigue and how it happens in the first place, the four stages of adrenal fatigue, the essential combination of tools that you need to become healthy again which foods to avoid and which foods to eat in absolute abundance, techniques to calm the mind and reduce stress. This one's really, really super important. And some ideas for getting back into exercise because although when you're suffering from adrenal fatigue, you do feel like you are too tired to do anything, a little bit of exercise might just be a good thing. And at the very end, I'll have a very special offer for you to help create a shiny, healthy, happier you. So stick around for that one. Now, my name's Jules, and for those of you who don't know me, maybe you're new to this podcast, I'm a qualified naturopath, and I live up in Byron Bay. I'm originally from Melbourne. I specialize in helping exhausted women find their shine again. I'm really, really passionate about improving the lives of busy women by using food as medicine. I also use some herbs and supplements, but I just love food. I love it. And I love teaching my clients simple ways to make delicious, healthy meals that nourish and heal their bodies. I really, really enjoy cooking and I eat gluten, dairy and cane sugar free myself. Well, most of the time anyway. <laughs> so... I'm going to launch straight into it today with a quick quiz. So wherever you are, I would like you to keep track of your answers. You can either count in your head if you're pretty good like that, or you can count on your fingers. There's no, no harm in that, no judgment here. Or if you have a pen and paper handy, that's even better. So uh, if you're driving, then just, you know, or if you're running or if you're at the gym right now, then, you know, just count in your head or on your fingers. All right, here we go. Here's the quiz. Can you answer yes to any of the following? So just note down how many yeses you get. Number one, do you have trouble sleeping or do you wake feeling unrefreshed? Number two, do you suffer from a lack of energy at times during the day? Number three, do you become stressed at the drop of a hat by really simple little things that bug you? Number four, do you feel frazzled, anxious, or easily startled? Number five, do you suffer from PMS or menopausal symptoms? Number six, 
Do you find yourself craving sugar or caffeine every single day? Number seven, is your sex drive down the gurgler? Number eight, are you becoming more forgetful? Do you leave things in funny places and don't know where you've left them? Next, do you catch more colds and flus than you used to? Have you gained weight that just won't budge no matter what you do? I've got two more. Do you feel the cold easily? And lucky last, do you suffer from regular headaches or back pain? Okay, time for your results. Dun, dun, dun. All right, if you've answered yes to less than two, so zero to two, well, you lucky bugger, you may be a little stressed, but you handle it like a champion. You must be the queen of self-care. I, um, I'm pretty happy for you. <laughs> you must be feeling pretty good. Woohoo! Three to six. So if you've got three to six yeses, you may be on your way to adrenal fatigue. You're definitely starting to be under the pump a little bit. It's best to turn things around now and start looking after yourself now before it's too late. All right, seven to nine. Now, things are starting to look a little more serious at this end. I really urge you to take action now. You've definitely been burning the candle at both ends for a little while, haven't you? And I just want to let you know that although you may be getting away with it in the short term, long term, we need you to look after yourself. 10 to 12. Okay. If you're in that 10 to 12 range, then your health is probably already suffering. Now this needs to stop. We need to have a little chat. So this is me putting down my naturopathic foot and saying, you need to sort yourself out now because adrenal fatigue is something that is really not to be messed with. You really, really want to sort this out before it gets worse. Okay, so I wonder where your score was at. If your score shocked you a little, never fear. You're in the right place. Keep listening and I'll reveal ways that you can take action immediately. But first, let's look at the actual definition of adrenal fatigue. So what is it? Well, first of all, your adrenals are two little glands that sit on top of your kidneys. They help to control heaps of functions and reactions in the body, including things like your reactions to stress. They control things like hormone production, metabolism, sleep, thyroid, uh, thyroid function and reproduction, just to name a few. They're also part of something called a fight or flight response. Now, this is something I teach to so many of my naturopathic clients because it's really, really important to get your head around this in the scheme of things. So the adrenal glands pump out cortisol in response to acute stress, okay? This is part of our fight or flight response. It was a really, really important response that we've always needed that was actually around like back in the time when we were living in tribes or caves or what have you. And it hasn't really changed that much since then in terms of the way that it works in your body, in terms of like how your body reacts to stress. So when we pump out this cortisol, it, cortisol is designed to make you feel really alert and it gives you lots of energy. And back when we were living in tribes and caves, that was really important because you might walk out your cave door or out of your little, you know, out of your little hut and be faced with imminent danger. Now, 
that might be something like a saber-toothed tiger or a bear or whatever it is for you, depending on where you lived, it would be imminent danger. Now, that imminent danger didn't just happen every day. It was something that was probably a more rare occurrence, but when it happened, it was full on and you needed energy to either fight that dangerous animal or whatever the problem was or take flight, so run away. However, we still have that response now in response to danger. So we still pump out that cortisol and that cortisol switches our muscles on it, turns off our digestion. It gets us ready to fight or take flight. Except these days, it might not be a saber-toothed tiger or a bear. It might just be a traffic jam or your mum-in-law ringing you about something for the 10th time that day. Or you might be running late for school pickup. Or it could be a long line at the supermarket checkout when you'd rather be somewhere else in a hurry. So as you can see, it's not exactly a wild animal anymore, but it's the same stress response that happens in the body. Our bodies don't know, our adrenal glands don't know the difference between a wild animal and a traffic jam or a near miss at an intersection when you're driving. So if our primitive brains and bodies don't know the difference, then it's all just categorized under the same stress, isn't it? It's, so it's still stress, it's just in varying degrees. And now it's the same hormones that are pumped around our system. So it's still all that cortisol and it wakes us up and it gets us really wired. But if we're just in a traffic jam or if we're picking up kids from school or if we're in the supermarket checkout, we don't necessarily need all those stress hormones running around because we don't actually need to fight or take flight, or at least I hope you don't when you're in a traffic jam. So as you can see, sometimes those hormones then will affect parts of the body and it wasn't really necessary. So your digestion's shutting down and you've got all this stuff circulating, but no funnel for those anymore. So all of this stress can have a bit of an effect on the body over time. So let's explore that a little bit. When your cortisol is up and it's up consistently, so day in, day out, because I'm assuming if you're a busy woman out there, then you're going to have some stress every day, you know, whether it's running late for a train or like I said, school pickup or supermarkets or phone calls or the boss wants something on a really tight deadline. You're going to have these moments of full, you know, cortisol release most days. And then the more stressed you are, the more cortisol your body produces until the later stages of adrenal fatigue where the cortisol then drops sharply, but more about that later. So, Here's a few things that can happen when the cortisol is elevated, you know, consistently in the body. So the first one is weight gain. Cortisol tells our bodies to store fat and to not let it go. And cortisol also messes with your blood sugar. <laughs> Yay. So it can actually lead to things like sugar cravings and carb cravings. Does that sound familiar at all? Hormone imbalance, things like PMS and menopause. The production of extra cortisol may cause reproductive hormones like progesterone to drop. That's because as part of that fight or flight response, it prioritizes things like, you know, running and strength over things like, like I said, over things like digestion and hormone production. So if you end up with an overall hormone imbalance, it can lead to nasty little things like PMS symptoms, bloating, period pain, and if you're menopausal, really icky things 
fun things like hot flushes and night sweats and definitely don't envy you having those, especially leading into an Australian summer. Not fun at all. Cortisol could also lead to things like low blood pressure or high blood pressure, depending on your personal tendencies and and what type of body you are and what you've got going on for you. We all know that stress can lead to high blood pressure, especially in older people, but adrenal fatigue can also contribute to low blood pressure. So yeah, if you suspect that you have adrenal fatigue, that's something that you might want to get monitored. Poor immunity. This is another one. If your body is prioritizing fight or flight, it shuts off the normal activity of the immune system. So that's why stressed people can sometimes get colds and flus more often because their immune system is just out to lunch because it's busy dealing with that imaginary saber-toothed tiger, which is actually a traffic jam. Insomnia and poor sleep is another one. Cortisol levels are supposed to drop at night time. Sometimes they have a little spike at around nine o'clock at night. And that's when we get that little second wind before bed. And even if you get a good night's sleep, if your cortisol is elevated, you may wake feeling more tired than ever. Or if you do have some problems with your cortisol, when you get that spike at about nine o'clock at night, sometimes you, you know, that thing where you fall asleep on the couch And then you wake up at about 9 p.m. and you're like, oh, I really should go to bed. And you're like, yay, well, I've already been asleep on the couch. This is going to be a cinch. And off you go to bed, wide awake, wide awake. And you're like, oh, ripped off because I was just asleep on the couch. How can that be? That can actually be a sign that we've got some issues with your cortisol. Thyroid disorders. Now, there's a connection between adrenal fatigue and thyroid issues, in particular hypothyroidism, which is a lower functioning thyroid, and sometimes even autoimmune thyroid conditions, things like Hashimoto's. So if you've got some issues with your thyroid, then a naturopath will always look at your adrenals as well, because the two do tend to go hand in hand with each other. Headaches and back pain. Cortisol and adrenaline both cause our bodies to be more sensitive to pain. Now, they also deplete the body of magnesium. So magnesium's needed to prevent things like headaches, muscle pain, muscle tension, so i.e. tension headaches. So as you can see, one can lead to the other. Uh, hair loss is one that, you know, isn't very nice, especially for women, But when we're stressed, our body doesn't absorb nutrients as easily. And that can lead to things like, uh, you know, poor hair quality over time. So things like splitting, hair breakage and hair loss. But that's a long-term thing. Allergies and food intolerances is the final one I want to chat to you about. High cortisol, as I said, can really shut that digestion down. And it can lead to gut dysfunction, which can then in turn lead to leaky gut and then the subsequent food allergies and intolerances. The leakier the gut, the more things you become sensitive to. So what can start out as a simple, just a really simple intolerance to gluten and dairy can progress to other foods as well, or even if you're unlucky, an issue with fructose. So do any of these things ring true for you? Has anything I've said in the last few minutes sound kind of sounded familiar for you? So... If it does, keep listening. I'm going to take you through the stages of adrenal fatigue. Now, there are technically four stages of adrenal fatigue. 
but naturopaths usually work more within the first three. Okay, so just keep that in mind. The fourth stage I'm going to list here because, you know, there are four stages, so I'm going to tell you about it, but you don't usually see stage four. So stage one. Stage one of adrenal fatigue is called the alarm stage, and that is when your fight or flight response kicks in. That's when you get that little rush of energy. You feel stronger. You feel bigger. You feel more alert. You're faster. You actually feel really on point. You're like, oh my God, I nailed it at life today. I got that report in. I dropped the kids here. I did this thing. I did that thing. I met that deadline. Oh my God. And now I'm doing all these things and I got them all done on time and I am superwoman. Yeah, that's called stage one of adrenal fatigue in my mind. So this is where cortisol is produced and your cortisol goes up. You have a heightened state of of alertness and that's great when you're trying to get shit done, isn't it? It's great. Except we often will end up feeling wired but tired. Have you ever had that feeling before? where you're alert and you feel like you've had a coffee, but you also feel drained at the same time and it's all a bit weird. And sometimes you can feel a little bit sketchy and a bit shaky and a bit anxious as well. So that that's part of the alarm stage. Stage two, this is when the alarm stage has been going for a while now and the body starts to slide into stage two. It's called the resistance stage. This is what happens when there's prolonged stress. So this is something you see if someone's been busy for a long time or stressed for a long time. And remember, your body can't tell the difference. Your adrenals can't tell the difference between being busy and being stressed. It's all stress in terms of your biochemistry, in terms of what's going on under your skin in there. It's all just listed as stress. So it's all just about the production of stress hormones. So this resistance stage, there's been prolonged stress. The adrenals are then unable to keep up with the demand for cortisol. So you've been, you know, peaking out on that cortisol for a while. You've been on point for a while. You've been wired for a while. You've been tired for a little while. Now what happens is your body needs more time to rest than it used to. So you're like, I used to be able to get all that shit done and now... I'm really tired. (laughs) So we don't feel refreshed in the morning, even after, say, even eight or nine hours sleep. The adrenals continue to produce cortisol, but it's at the expense of other things. We start to see little niggly things go wrong in the body. So sometimes things crop up like anxiety, hormonal imbalances, PMS, menopausal symptoms, weight gain, insomnia, and a lowered immune system. So this is when the thyroid might also start to produce a little bit less thyroid hormone. Now, this stage doesn't happen overnight. It really doesn't. This stage two resistance stage can go for months or even years, and it's a slippery slope. You don't just wake up one day and you're there. It really is a slow decline in a lot of women. And that's why we we just think, oh, you know, I just need a holiday, or I just need to get through Christmas, or I just need to get through exams, or I just need to blah, 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 blah. But it just never quite gets any better. And these are the people that sometimes when they finally go on holiday, they actually like catch a cold or a flu and they spend all their time in their sun lounger on an island somewhere feeling sick. And so that that is really when you start to look at adrenal fatigue, you know, those people who go, oh, I finally took a holiday and then I got sick and I haven't been sick for years. Yeah, because you finally stopped and your body went, oh, thank God, I can be sick now. 
So let's talk about the next stage. So the next stage is stage three, and that's called adrenal exhaustion. And adrenal exhaustion starts to happen when the cortisol production really starts to drop away. So this is when the adrenals start to get really fatigued. So they've been pumping out cortisol for so long, they're really over it. So in stage three, anxiety, where you had enough energy to be anxious, may start to give way to depression. So you used to have enough energy to be anxious, but now you don't have that anymore and you start to wake up and you've just got nothing in the tank. This is where we can sometimes start to suffer from that real debilitating lack of energy. And you start to see things pop up like chronic fatigue, maybe even fibromyalgia, which is where there's a lot of muscle and joint pain. We may start to lose weight even. So sometimes in the earlier stages of adrenal fatigue, you put on weight. Sometimes in the late stages, it can go either way, but you may even see a little bit of weight loss and you'll be like, yay, but it's not yay. Uh, So sometimes even you get a little bit of muscle breakdown. So you might not be losing fat. It might be muscle that you're losing when you lose weight. In this stage, we are often unable to think clearly. Energy tends to crash. So instead of just having those energy dips at like 3.30 in the afternoon or 11 o'clock in the morning, you know, those dips where you just need a coffee or some chocolate or something to get you through, this is where you actually have a crash. And so at this stage of adrenal fatigue, we actually go off and need naps. So you need to send yourself to bed at 3.30 in the afternoon. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go straight to bed and crash. So you'll notice the difference. Whereas before you had those little energy crashes, but you could pull yourself out or just push through. Now you're off to bed. And so this is when it starts to affect our ability to go to work or to just go about our day. So at this stage, we start to see a few more chronic diseases. And at this stage, we start to see a longer turnaround. So if this sounds like you, and I truly hope it doesn't, I hope we've caught you early. And if you, if you are still with me, if you are still listening, I really truly hope that you're in maybe stage one, stage two, if that, but if this does sound like you in this stage three, yeah, it does take longer to turn around and you definitely need to be more strict with your diet and lifestyle in order to get that turnaround. Now, also, like I said earlier, there is a stage four. I never see it in practice because if someone got to stage four, they would be in hospital. They would not need a naturopath. They would definitely need a doctor and I would send them there. Uh, it's called adrenal failure. It's very rare, very, very, very rare. You usually end up at the doctor before you get to that stage. And that's the thing, like people get to stage three and they're needing those naps and they're having those crashes and they start to get some chronic illnesses. And they always, at that stage, they usually go and get some, um, you know, professional help from their health practitioner. So as you can see, it can be a little bit of a slippery slope. And I don't want you to let this burnout happen to you. It can be a long road back. And the further you travel down this road, the longer it takes to repair. The best time to start sorting yourself out is always now, always. The sooner you get help, the sooner you can start to heal. So I just want you to do something for a moment for me. So just close your eyes unless you're driving or jogging or on the treadmill or something like that. So... Yeah, if you're not driving or jogging, just close your eyes. Now, imagine a day 
where you wake up with loads of energy, loads of energy. You bounce out of bed. You're ready to take on the world. It's awesome. Oh my God. You've become that annoying, healthy, amazing, full of energy person. We love that. Just think for a moment, what would your day look like? What would you do? What activities would you put into that day? What would you eat? How would you feel? How would it impact your relationships? How would it impact your finances? And finally, how would it impact your overall happiness? And maybe not just your happiness, but the people around you as well that you care about. So take a deep breath and open your eyes. So where to from here? Well, first of all, the great news is, is that there is something you can do. First of all, let's talk about medical tests to measure cortisol levels. So if you're not sure where you are in those stages and you want to get some help, but you also need some proof, then there are tests that we can do to measure your cortisol. There's one called a salivary hormone profile. That's what I usually do. And it tests the cortisol levels at four different times during the day. And then we give you a little graph and you get to see what times of the day the cortisol's high or low. And that can give us a really good indication as to which stage you're in, in terms of adrenal fatigue. Okay, next, there's some really awesome herbs and supplements you can take. I love herbs and supplements, and I especially love it for my adrenal fatigue clients. I find that they are fantastic. Now, you can find a good naturopath who's experienced with adrenal fatigue. There's plenty of us around. And I do recommend, if possible, to get a custom blend of herbs that's perfect for you rather than just buying something off the counter. Custom herbal blends are are always better because they're tailored to you. So a good naturopath will sit down with you for an hour, maybe even an hour and a half, and really note down what they want to work on and then find the perfect herbs for you. Now, Let's talk about diet because diet is super important in adrenal fatigue. Without that nourishment, we can't give your body what it needs in order to heal. So we're talking whole foods. We're talking nutrient-rich foods. We're talking fresh, local, seasonal produce. A balance of protein to stabilize that blood sugar. Gluten, dairy, and cane sugar-free. So, so, so important because we need to remove the most likely sources of food intolerances. We need to reduce the alcohol intake a little bit. It just depends on how much you're having, but we definitely would look at reducing it. Notice I didn't say cutting it out because we don't want to stress you out too much, but we might need to look at reducing it a little and also caffeine. And again, notice I didn't say cut it out. It depends where you are in terms of those stages of adrenal fatigue, and that may dictate how much we have to drop the caffeine or whether we have to drop the caffeine. Next, we want to remove the toxins from your home. Exposure to toxins in our cleaning products, beauty products and everyday items can take its toll on the liver, placing more stress on the body in general. So anywhere we can go lower tox is going to be a winner. Gradually swapping your old products for new chemical-free varieties can make for a healthier home and a healthier you. Next... We've got mindfulness. Yay. We love mindfulness here at Shiny Healthy You. 
However, you don't have to meditate like a Zen monk. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't need your special cushion and your special corner of the room and your special altar and your special whatever with your music. Although if you want to have all those things, excellent. But if you don't, we can still do the work. So first of all, you do need to make time for inner peace. Yeah, even if it's just a few minutes a day to start with. And I actually use an app for this because I find that if you've got a little app handy on your phone, then you're more likely to do these exercises. So I use an app called Smiling Mind. It's really cute. I love it. But there's heaps of meditation and mindfulness apps available. Or if you've got time and you've got the space, try coloring in. That's always an alternative to meditation that can just help to bring you back into the present and calm you down. Anything that calms you down in that way is going to help to reduce those cortisol levels. So you can see what we're doing here. We're just bringing it all back down. Next is gentle exercise. Now, we don't want to necessarily smash ourselves here, either doing activities like full-on running or sessions at the gym that are just a bit too much for us. It really depends on which stage of adrenal fatigue you're at. And that stage is going to dictate what sort of exercise you can do. Um, And obviously, the further along you are and the more crashes you have, the more gentle and the more careful we need to be. However, uh, non-adrenaline-fueled sports are the most important thing to remember. I know it's hard for some because... If you feel tired and depleted, sometimes that adrenaline gives you that buzz you need to feel happy. It's, but it, just know in the long run, it's like throwing paper on a fire. So in the long distance, it's really important to do the exercises that are a bit more sustainable. Yeah. So maybe not the marathon running, maybe walking, stretching, yoga, Pilates, Tai Chi is a really beautiful one and it's really underrated. I really think we need to bring back the Tai Chi and the Qigong. Uh, Weights can be good as long as you're not smashing yourself. Um, And maybe Tabata training. It depends on where you're at with your adrenals. But sometimes Tabata training can be a good alternative for some people instead of like really long cardio sessions. So yeah, if you're at all concerned about what sort of exercise you should be doing, then working in with your health practitioner or a really good personal trainer is super important here to make sure that you're doing the right level for your fitness and for your adrenals. Now, finally, there's this little thing called me time that's so cliched, but we're going to talk about it anyway, because you know what? It's the most important thing. When's the last time you did something just for you? Not for anyone else, not for people around you, just for you. Massage, yoga, reading a book, a lazy day under the doona, some time in a hammock. Have you done any of these lately? Note, Facebook time is not me time. I'll repeat, screen time is not me time. (laughs) We like to think that it is, but it's kind of not because all that scrolling, you know what that does? It raises cortisol. Oh, my God. That bright screen keeps us in a constant state of alert. So you might think you're relaxing on Facebook, but actually what you're doing is stimulating your brain and in turn your adrenals. So just be so super careful with that screen time and please make sure you've got an alternative me time as well, not just the old Facebook slash Instagram. Now, 
I hope you don't feel overwhelmed at this stage because you can heal from adrenal fatigue. It is possible, but you need to take action. Through my own journey back to health, and it's been a really long roller coaster, bumpy ride of a journey, and through helping countless women back from the brink, I've discovered some really, really important things. But the most important one is that somewhere, somehow, in the midst, In the absolute midst of our busy day-to-day lives, we have forgotten what it's like to feel good. We've forgotten what it's like to feel really alive and actually happy. And we have begun to accept that substandard way we feel as being normal. And this has to stop. Feeling tired and crappy all the time is not normal. It may be really common to feel tired and crappy all the time, but that doesn't make it right. There's a better way to live. Remember how you felt years ago when you were a child and you had all that energy? There's a better way to live and it is within your reach. Now, I've been a qualified naturopath for over 10 years now and I can happily say I've tried just about every pill, every potion, every supplement out there to heal myself. I've done the hard yards for you so that you don't have to. (laughs) But in the end, it all boils down to this. It's actually really simple. Are you ready? Good food less toxins, improved mindset, and a little exercise. Really, that's it. So I've created a program to cut through the overwhelm. So it's called Shiny Healthy You, Fatigued to Fabulous in 12 Weeks. It's a 12-week holistic program to cut through all that crap and all that overwhelm and bring you back on track to feeling healthy, happy, and full of energy. Woohoo! Yay! In this program, you'll receive three awesome videos per week with me, a recipe bank with over 100 whole food options, and I think we're even over 120 now and still climbing, six weeks worth of meal plans, so they're all done for you, a really awesome private Facebook group full of lovely women who are all in that process of turning their health around, so it's this beautiful community. And you also get loads of extra resources, including pantry detox lists, gentle exercise videos, all kinds of cool stuff. You also get monthly interactive Q&A sessions with me. Yay! Now, this isn't just about the food. This program encompasses so much more than the food because you need more than just the food to become healthy, happy, and whole again. That's why it's a very holistic program. We talk about mindset. We talk about removing toxins from the home. We talk about gentle exercise. We do some yoga. We do some meditation. We cover all those beautiful things so that you can work out what's going to work for you and you can take away those things straight away and just make little change after little change after little change towards your goal. Now, because you've made it through to the end of this podcast episode, I would love to tell you about a special offer that we have going on. If you head to shinyhealthyyou.com and if you sign up by midnight on September the 30th, that's midnight Sydney time, you can also sign up a friend or family member for free. So it's actually a buy one, get one free. So you can gift the second spot in Shiny Healthy You to a friend or family member, or you can arrange to go Harvey's before you buy. It's totally up to you. The best way to go through a program like this is with a buddy. So choose that person wisely and find someone that will keep you motivated and accountable. Yes. Sign up, give that second spot away. 
and join me now in 12 weeks. Where could you be? So head to julesgalloway.com now, scroll down till you see the big orange button and join me for 12 weeks of awesome food, healing, motivation, and above all else, lots of fun and laughter. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you for indulging me in letting me take time out from all those shiny healthy you interviews i will be back next week with another cracker for you and i hope you've come away from this feeling informed and empowered to make some changes if you've got any feedback or questions i would love you to get in contact you can simply email me at hello at julesgalloway.com and ask me anything you like till next week please look after yourself stay shiny and bye for now This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.